Hello, this is Lee the Cool Guy at RetrovisionMedia.com. Coming around CDOs in New York City on the 5th of November 2015 with another edition of Issues Under Fire. Hang on, gotta fuel up with a little of my uh, chocolate and coffee. Mm. Hazelnut, Hazelnut flavored International Lights Creamer. And it looks as though we're good to go. I do it every day. If you listen, every day. Every day. A little exercise, a little coffee, you know. And uh, oh man, do your homework and you're ready. You're ready. Listen, I, um, I'm looking at my notes here. Oh, bad news. It looks like we're going to be in the States for the first couple of minutes of this, uh, this podcast. Yeah. Pot failed to become legal in Ohio. That sucks. Well, never had much of a reason to visit Ohio anyway. So I guess there's no reason to start now. Oh, oh, what else do we have here? Yeah, yeah. You know what, um... Even though we are a foreign policy site, geopolitical stuff, searching for conflicts globally, um, maybe now and then, you know, there's some crazy stuff going on here in the States. And uh, the last couple of weeks, we've had a few podcasts and postings related to police violence, Black Lives Matter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I think we can broaden that beyond blacks and police. We're going to stay focused on it, of course, but as you brought it out, we've been hearing a lot of stories where there's been a lot of police overreach, um, suspect behavior, generally speaking. Uh, just out of the corner of my eye, I caught this story. A six-year-old boy was shot dead by police as they were chasing a vehicle. Uh, I believe his, the kid's father was behind the wheel. I don't know. Shots fired. Kids dead. I don't know. Of course, the police will have an, uh, a fairly plausible explanation for events. And one could say, well, the guy should have stopped. You know, he had to get in the car. But I don't know. Stuff keeps happening. And then there's this other situation that didn't involve the black kid at all. Uh, down in South Carolina, a young man, 19 years old. I believe he was a Caucasian gentleman. Um, I believe he was set up for a sting operation and uh, we had planned to take this kid down he was in a car with another individual they came upon him to make the arrest the kid decided to take off with the car cop fires into the car killing the kid and uh, the videotapes conflicted with the police's account that the kid was going to run him over I saw the tape I have serious questions. So, we're here. We're here. Same old stuff with uh, the authorities taking it to another level. And uh, the video disputing, dispute, disputing, let's settle on that, their account. So what are we as the people? Well, I don't know. We want to be protected, but not like that. Uh, what are you supposed to do? Keep speaking out. Keep speaking out. Yeah. Oh, the choice. But that being said, you know, um, and, and lastly on that, uh, this whole domestic issue, uh, Black Fridays, toying with that idea. Not to run out and go shopping. No. It's a whole new concept we want to bring to the fore on the Fridays. 20% of our time moving forward is going to be devoted to, well, Black life period what it's like 
how to make it better. Yep, what people are doing right, what people are doing wrong. Possibly give some ideas, share some views, some opinions, uh, offer some new direction. So we're going to invest in that. Yeah, I think Black Fridays should do, but uh, the name will change. But that's the bottom line. I want to give you a heads up on that. Now let's get to what we got to really do over here because you know this Russian plane went down in Egypt and uh, the initial reports out of the gate. They're blaming ISIS or ISIS is taking responsibility. They want to be hot shots. As a matter of fact, they took responsibility for a car bomb that killed six in the Sinai today. So uh, how these crazies pull that off has yet to be proven, but, uh, you know, we got to take a look at this because it is, if it was ISIS making a statement against Russia, getting into the party in a big way, then, uh, this, uh, adds an entirely new level of complexity to an already confusing situation. I got notes here going everywhere. Quarter Reuters report indicating that the Russians have beefed up their forces to 4,000 from 2,000 in Syria, scattered about basically for uh, support, supporting military operations. And uh, they're going to town. Uh, that's a hell of a commitment to uh, the Assad government. But uh, we're balancing that data in order to provide, you know, some kind of analysis that makes sense. We're balancing that data because the Russians, their claim is we're in there to go after ISIS. Okay. But a lot of the reports that we've been looking at says that 80% of their efforts with regards to their airstrikes has been against the rebel forces opposing the Assad government. And uh, if they're not truly focused on ISIS in Syria, then we kind of say, well, who is? So we jumped over to the other side of the ledger and said, and saw that uh, looking at what the U.S. is doing, and it seems as though outside of the uh, airstrikes that they've been putting on ISIS, showing minimal results. This is Come on now. It's been more than a year. And we haven't seen any substantial degrading of their efforts, especially if we can... If we can pin this uh, bombing on them of the uh, Russian plane, you see. So most of the U.S., as little as it is, assistance going into Syria is to support the Syrian rebels, you see. So when you add that up, if the United States is not really having all that much of an effect on ISIS, and Russia is really there to protect Assad, then we have to ask the question, well, who is really focused on ISIS in the first place? I mean, we're getting all, oh, we got to get them and 
we're doing this and we're doing that. But when you look at the bottom line, it doesn't look as though like as though anybody is doing anything substantially effective against that that group. They seem to be taking credit for just about everything. So, I don't know. Again, a mystery. A mystery. First reports, second reports, latest reports indicated they're no more than 25 to 30,000 strong, but boy, if they got reach. So again, at the last part of yesterday's podcast, at the last part of our posting, it was in the the last paragraph, the bottom line. This is President Barack Obama's war. And it doesn't even make sense. Unless we have to face the glaring reality is that we have literally come to a proxy war with Russia and it's playing itself out in Syria. That's it. That's our conclusion. That's our final analysis. That's our bottom line. So until anything else comes to the fore to change that, that's our story. And we're sticking with it. This is Lee the Cool Guy at RetrovisionMedia.com, Country on Studios, New York City, on the 5th of November, 2015. We'll see you tomorrow. That's a promise.